0: Welcome to the Harvest Sound podcast based in Nashville, Tennessee. We are a church and a community of believers who are passionate about loving God, loving one another, and transforming the world through divine compassion and anointed creativity. For more info about us, visit harvestsound.com. It's an exciting time to be alive. It can be a little overwhelming, the amount of things that are happening in our nation. But you know, we always have to. We were talking before as as a worship team. We're talking about you know. Sometimes we just have to zoom out, like zoom out. You know, when you're looking at Google Maps, something like like zoom out like enough that you can see the end. We're gonna be all right. (laughs) Sometimes you got to forget all the details of right now, what's going down, and all the shaking, and zoom out enough to go. Wait a second. We know how this story ends. And uh, if you're on the Lord's side, man, you're going to be sitting pretty, (laughs) as they say. I mean, God's going to take care of you. He's going to protect you. He's going to bless you for all of eternity. Amen? And so, and, and we know, and we have to sometimes literally zoom out to that degree to calm down and go, man, God's got this. He's got us. He bought us with his own blood. He loves us dearly. He delights in his people. And he's not going to drop you. He's not going to forget you. Uh, He is for you. And if God is for you, come on, someone, who can be against you? Amen. That was good. And so um, we're going to look at a a passage that keeps coming around um, in in my mind, but also I've heard it kind of in the air, in the atmosphere, in the prophetic realm over our nation, and so we're, just, we're not going to go into the whole story, but because I want to actually, I had a vision this morning of us uh, praying together, like literally, just small groups, breaking into small groups and actually praying together and everyone having a, a moment to just um, to sew into what's happening uh, in our land. And I feel like, you know, the, the prayers, well, I don't feel, I know the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And uh, as uh, little Emily said when she was just a little girl, our daughter, she said one time she heard Sarah and I talking about something that was going down that was concerning to us, and we're like, well, I guess we should pray about it, you know? It's like, And, and she, she, I remember she kind of like tugs on my shirt or something. She was little, and she goes, she goes, sure, Daddy, every prayer works. Who believes that, that every prayer works? So at the end of this, we're getting an opportunity to just pray and to the destiny of our nation to sow in together. And, and believe that every prayer works. You see, sometimes it's just a matter of filling that bowl till the tipping point, And then the answer begins to be poured out. And and I'm telling you, God is going to answer prayers in, the, in this next decade like never before. We're going to see miraculous things. We're going to see things, uh, you know, that we've only dreamed of. I believe we're, we're going to a whole new level in the body of Christ. Now we know at the same time, at the end of the age, the wheat and the tares, Jesus speaks of this, that the, the end of the age is a harvest and it's the reaping of everything that's been sown. So if it's if it's a righteous seed, it comes to maturity, the you know, to fullness. But if it's a wicked seed, it'll come to fullness. So that can look pretty ugly too, right? Very brilliant, very pure, <laughs> uh, um, the righteous seeds that have been sown and, uh, to the point where it'll be the bride of Christ, without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish, purified, unified, ready for her king. And then also uh, the sons of the devil. J- Jesus actually calls some people the sons of the devil. You're sons of your father, the devil, and that wickedness uh, growing up side by side. Someone say side by side. Now, you know, and and the man in the in the story. When Jesus is saying this, he says, well, why don't we extract? Why don't we pull up the, the evil ones? Let's get rid of them right now. And he said, no, no, you'll, you'll disrupt what's happening with the righteous, with the wheat. So, so some, there's something about God in his wisdom and his economy of things that he wants us to grow up side by side with wickedness and evil. He knows you can take it, and he knows it's part of your maturity. It's how we learn to fight we become warriors, and you know they say that this life is just—you've heard this probably before—but it's training for reigning, you know. And without some resistance, without some tenacity, without endurance, he who endures to the end shall be saved. Okay, so so God puts us in these sometimes hostile environments. You can see it all through church history, and so this—you know—this life is not for the faint of heart, <laughs> you know. And and even the the, the walk of faith is. It's, it's, no one ever said it'd be easy. Actually, it's otherwise, he said it, it's going to be hard, you know. But in this life, you will have troubles. That goes for all people. So some people's troubles are going to count <laughs> in blessing for all of eternity and eternal life. And some people's troubles is just on to what? Onto a dismal ending with judgment and fire. Got quiet in here all of a sudden. All right, let's jump in on the passages we're going to look at. So we'll go to, uh, this is Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. We got this old Bible style way of doing it. It looks like a page out of the Bible. (laughs) Okay, let's do this. So we're going to read this. Please stand for the reverence for God's word. Exodus 14, verse 13. Moses answered the people, do not. Be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see, or you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his... What does it say next? <laughs> and, his, and his horseman. <laughs> that was good. Daniel had it, man. Was that, was that you, horseman? <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's be seated. There it is. So let's take a look at this. Y'all ready to jump into this? Now, we're in some wild times, y'all. You don't have to watch the movies to get adventure anymore. You, 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 you just... Just take a look around. <laughs> I hope you're one of those people that likes adventure movies because <laughs> you is in one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we don't we don't watch much TV, but lately I've been like, I can't watch an adventure movie. It's, I got adventure on every side. It's all I to watch a little comedy. <laughs> Please let me see some <laughs> kind of balance it out a little bit, right? <laughs> so um but let's let's take a look at this because we are you know you guys have seen I guess it was just Wednesday the sixth, uh, 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 the in, in Washington D.C. in the Capitol and the all that went down there, um, it's pretty outrageous you know. Just the, I'm not going to get way deep into the actual uh, happenings and this and that. I'm, there's so much information going around, so many opinions, and but I'm I'm after the Lord's opinion and His perspective, and that's really what we want because. You know, even if we get, get it right, which I hope we do, because it says, you know, there, there will be daunting times at the end of the age. It says that everyone will be deceived, and even, even the elect, if it was possible. So in other words, God's going to keep his elect, his chosen ones, on the side where they, they're not deceived. Because his sheep hear his voice, and they run away from other voices. They're like, uh-uh, that don't sound like the Lord. But even so, we only see in part. And so, you know, we don't see it all. We don't see the, the, the ending sometimes. We, 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 and we, even in the body of Christ, we get our parts. And we got to collect our parts sometimes and put our parts together to put a bigger picture together. Does that make sense? Counsel together, hear and discern and talk amongst ourselves. Discern what, what is the Lord saying? What is the Lord doing? And... Um, but I believe he's moving mightily in our land. I believe that we truly are coming into the time of the greatest harvest, the greatest awakening, and probably the greatest shaking. We're probably in it. I don't know if anyone's seen anything like this. And uh, I remember a long time ago when I was a young man, I, one of the first articles I wrote, and I've got to try and find it. I've been curious what I wrote back then because I knew it was really the prompting of the Lord. But I wrote an article about why judgment and harvest will happen at the same time. And I had a lot of passages and perspectives on that. And, and I believe that, see, sometimes God's got to shake us loose. Remember, remember Jesus said how hard it is for a rich man to be saved to the point where, you know, the disciples are like, well, Lord, who will be saved even then? I mean, it just, you know, like he said, it's like trying to go through a camel going through the eye of a needle. And they're like going, wait a second, that sounds impossible. He says, don't worry, don't worry. With man, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And so... And, and, you know, our nation has been wealthy. It's been rich in general, We've, especially if you had an opportunity to travel in third world nations. And, and you know, I don't think we're going to see the kind of harvest we dream of without a shaking. He's, he's got to shake us loose, you know. And, uh, and we, we, it's just so hard when we're comfortable and distracted and amused with entertainments. And, and, and so I, I do think that we're in that shaking and it's on to salvation, guys it's on to people finally going this world is crazy is there a purpose is there truth is there light in this darkness yeah. and uh, Danny was saying that it was a great time on Broadway this um, this last Friday they went went back in and interceded for the city and evangelized and and uh, that you know hearts are hungry you know our city has been shaken you know um, and the FBI is coming in and who knows what's going on right here in Nashville raiding uh, government offices. And I mean, there's a lot going down guys, but here's the good news. We know the Lord. He knows us. He's got plans to bless you, prosper you, make you effective, make your light shine in this, in, in the darkness of this hour. And we just have to do a few things that were prescribed here. We'll take a look at this. You ready for this? So Exodus 14. So you, you know, they're backed up against the Red Sea in this picture. That's the setting. And, uh, they finally, you know, the children of Israel, uh, actually, after 400 years, interesting, 400 years was, I think, wasn't there just a 400-year anniversary of something? The Mayflower, Mayflower Compact was written on January, or January. it's January right now, November 11th, 400 years ago. And so, after 400 years... Slavery, bondage—they finally break loose. Of course, it was the Lord Himself showing Himself strong, doing the ten plagues, uh, you know, the miraculous and the might of God on display for everyone to see, for the for the for the Israelites and for the Egyptians. <clears throat> but now they, they've they've broken loose. They're on their way out into the desert, and they're up against the Red Sea. And that—if that wasn't bad enough—trying <laughs> to figure out. I, I, we've seen the Red Sea. And uh, it, it's not something we, no, that was a Dead Sea. We swam in the Dead Sea. And the Red Sea, did we do both? She got a better memory than I do. Yes, ma'am. Whatever. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how you settle that one. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. So, um So the Red Sea, um, here they are. And then if that wasn't bad enough, here comes Pharaoh with, with his hardened heart again and again and again. He just keeps Digging in and doesn't get it, clueless. And it says the Lord hardens his heart. You know, uh, Romans chapter one, it talks about people being given over to their wickedness. God says, okay, you want it? You got it. You know, if you don't love the truth, you'll be given into a a serious delusion, deception, uh, wickedness. I mean, there's a thing where we can ask and beg for the worldliness and the wickedness to the point where God says, okay, have at it. I'll shackle you to it. And it looks like, you know, uh, uh, Pharaoh was in that place. And his heart is hardened, and he comes again. And he's got this time he's got all the chariots and his mighty warriors with him, and they're coming down on him. And, of course, that could cause a lot of panic, right? There's a lot of things you can look around right now and go panic, panic, panic. I mean, there's things happening. What's happening with big tech right now? And it's like, whatever happened to free speech? Like overnight, things are just being deleted, and 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 uh, it's just like it, it, people are going. Is this? I thought I was in America. I didn't know I was in China. But it's. I'm telling you guys, it's going down, and there's a whole bunch of Pharaoh's army going down with it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's a whole bunch getting ready to go down. Okay, and uh, and. You know, you think when people are that desperate, what are they afraid of? What are, you know, somebody's afraid of something big time right now, okay? And, uh, and so watch, watch what happens. So, so here's what happens. So Moses answers the people when they're starting to trip out. And you can say for good reason. But here's, here's the counsel. He says, first of all, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. How many times do we hear that? I heard someone say that in the scriptures, there's actually 365, do not fear, do not be afraid, one for, for each day of the year. I mean, literally, again, the counsel is don't panic, don't have fear, okay? The next one is stand firm. And Isn't that a word right now? Don't lose your footing. Don't lose your grip. Hold fast to the promises of the Lord, What are you standing on? Now, if we're not standing on on good ground, if we don't have a solid foundation, you might want to reconsider, you know, because he is the rock and all other ground is sinking sand. And so we need to uh, make sure we're standing firm. But what are we standing on? Who are we standing on? Remember, the man who who hears the words of Jesus and obeys them is a man who builds his life on the rock. So build upon obedience to God's word and you'll be okay when the storms come. And there's a storm here right now. And some houses are going to collapse. A lot of things are going to collapse. Things are going to be seen for what they are. Okay? Remember I said uh, some months ago, everything's getting ready to be on the table. You remember that? I said, like, it's like everything's going to be put on the table. It's all going to be on display. There it is. It's got, it's, things that have been in secret, been hidden for decades, it's getting ready to all be there. And, and, and the spirit of truth is coming. The spirit of truth is coming. I believe the spirit of truth is stronger than the spirit of deception. I'm just under the impression that the truth will prevail no matter what. Okay? Now, we know the darkness, you know, it, it, and, and deception and the demonic realm, it works in the darkness, in the hidden places, okay? Uh, but we are the sons of the light, and maybe that's why they don't like us so much. Because it exposes just the very fact you have faith in Jesus and you're holding fast to the promises and you're, I mean, just that is enough right there where some will hate you. And Jesus said that over and over. Hey, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. But then he says something kind of cool. But if they listen to me, they'll listen to you. So you got some authority. you got some impact. There's going to be some people listening to you when you speak up, when you, when you declare the truth, when you share the gospel when you say, don't be afraid, stand firm, when we, when we reiterate the word of the Lord. And you will see the deliverance of the Lord. And he says, you will see the deliverance that he will bring you today. Someone say, today. Today, today is the day of salvation. I believe God is delivering us. I believe he delivers us daily. If we could see in, this, in, in the demonic realm, if we could see in the spiritual realm, I mean, uh, all the ways that God is constantly delivering us those guardian angels working overtime keeping you here keeping you here only because you have a mission i mean i'm i'm sure the lord would rather just bring all his children home you know but he's like no no we got we got some stuff to do here and you know what it's all about it's about others there's still some sheep that are not in his flock that he wants to bring in that his table will be full that's why you're here that's why i'm here because he's bringing in the fullness of his children sons and daughters and we're on a mission, and we have a job to do, and uh, and so we're going to see the deliverance of the Lord. <clears> he <throat> says, the Egyptians, you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. Watch this. Well, first, let's just stop there. The Lord will fight for you. I woke up this morning, and I felt like, the, I, I remember I was just kind of feeling a little, kind of like all wound up, like, well, I got I to do this. I got to do that. What can I do to fix or change things? And you know, I was telling the, the team earlier this week that sometimes I feel responsible. Maybe it's my age and what I've, you know, being a leader. And I'm like, so, so I'm constantly thinking, you know, God, what can I do? What should I say? I want to hear. I want to I see. I want to declare. I mean, I'm just, these different things are just going through my mind. And, uh, and, and then the Lord reminded me this morning, he said, the battle belongs to me. He said, the Lord will fight for you. Someone said, the Lord will fight for you. And watch this, you need only to be still. So the first thing that Moses had to do is calm everyone down, tell them, don't be afraid, stand firm, God's gonna deliver you, he'll fight for you, your job, be still. Be still and know. This is too big for any man to pull off anything and actually, that's the whole point. God's getting ready to grandstand his might, his glory in the earth, in the nations, I believe like never before. I just believe that you can call me crazy. I just believe God's getting ready to show up, and it's not going to be uh, on on one man or one Supreme Court or this or that or anything. I mean, who, who's kind of over all the the human show? It's like, it's pretty decrepit. No matter how you slice it or dice it, let all men be be liars and let the Lord be true. So let's let the Lord be lifted up, Amen. And I believe that's what's going to happen. That like God's so ready to enter. In, uh, on the stage and receive the glory. And here we, in this story, we see that uh, the, the Lord says himself, and we'll read it in a minute, but he says he gets glory, he gains glory through the destruction of Pharaoh and his armies. Did you know God not only gets glory through the righteous, lifting up praise, a fragrance of worship and all that good stuff, and, but he also gets uh, glory by trouncing the enemy, by crushing the foe by obliterating evil. That's part of the glory of the Lord because he's holy. And he will not, there's a season of time he'll put up with stuff and then he says, okay, I'm done. Here we go. Everybody out of my way. And I feel like we're coming into some of those times. And we know, you know, if you read the end of the book, you read Revelation, we know there's gonna be a one world government. We know there's gonna be a season with the Antichrist. He allows the enemy to set himself up at times, you know, but we still, like I said, you got to keep zooming out till you see the end of the story, you know, and where we fit, how much time we have, and where we are in the book, in the story, you know, time will tell. But I believe that God is gonna is gonna move, and this what we're going through right now isn't just onto the spirit of the Antichrist or the Antichrist himself. It's onto. A harvest that's been prophesied—a billion souls or more. I'm believing for two billion. I like to double it. How about two billion? Double it. Somebody double it. All right. I I believe people are just going to be swept into the kingdom, and part of it's because of the pressure that's coming on the earth, the tribulations. And people are going to turn to the Lord and say, "Where is their safety? Where is their goodness?" We talked to a man who had done one of these big controversial movies, and he wasn't even saved. He was a—he just loved the truth. He said and uh i won't mention the the movie right now but but uh um one of the movies that came out this year that just was viral and then they started deleting it everywhere constantly it went millions within 3 days and then then the the, the, the narrative police the nazi <laughs> police <laughs> just started deleting no no we can't have that coming out and they started started deleting it constantly and we talked to this man and he wasn't necessarily even saved. He just said, I just was a, I'm a seeker of truth. I love truth. So he started digging into this movie and putting it all out there and put it out there for people to see. It went like lightning across the globe. And so we're talking to him and we said, well, are you a believer? You know, like I just said to him, like, do you have faith? I mean, I didn't know where he was coming from. And he said, yeah, yeah. I goes, I'm a follower of Christ. I was like, well, how did that happen? He said, well, it's because of this movie. He goes, well, we put it out. He goes, man, the amount of darkness and death threats and everything that came against me and my family just was like overwhelming. And and it was just like, and then living in that pressure of that kind of evil, that kind of darkness and that kind of intimidation actually shook me to a place where I started looking around and I started seeing the people of light were always followers of Christ. The good people were always the ones that were were, were the followers of Jesus. And he goes, and I just put two and two together. I said, I gotta be one of them. I got to follow Jesus because they're the only people in the light. The rest are groping in darkness. So we got to understand that the Lord is not afraid of the darkness. So why are you? <laughs> why am I, right? Let's not, let's, let's realize, man, there's wheat and tares growing up side by side. It's going to be a showdown and we need to keep our faith. We need to stand firm. And we need to only be still, and I believe that's a real word right now. We need to be still and watch God fight. Watch what he's gonna do. Keep our shield of faith up, but there's something about we don't have to take this on ourselves. If you start feeling crushed under the pressure of what's going down for our our nation, even nations right now, I mean, all eyes are on America. I've been hearing from people all around the world going, my goodness, we're praying if you got with you. Like, what is happening to them? It's kind of embarrassing, it's kind of like, but I think people also know, as America goes, so will go nations. Everyone knows that, you know? So the the battle is on. We need to be alert. We need to be alive. We need to stand firm. But we need to be still. And we need to have that place of tranquility and peace. Uh, We need to snuggle up to the Prince of Peace, Jesus himself, and make sure he gets on us. That that peace that passes what? All understanding. We need to live in that place. Because you're not going to understand it. You're just going to go, all I know is I was feeling that this morning, I was feeling that Friday night. Man, we had such a beautiful time of worship. I'm like, man, every time the presence of the Lord comes, it's good. it's just okay. It doesn't matter what the world's saying or what the world's doing. Man, you're just there. You're just like, whoa, we're there in the presence of the Lord. So then the Lord says to Moses, um, why are you crying out to me? And I feel like he was probably, in a sense, you know, kind of getting in that place of panic, like just Cry, he's like, hey, you know, why why are you crying out like that? You know better. I've, I've taught you. We've already been through ten plagues together, right? We've we've been through a lot. You, you've seen me move. Are you doubting me now? Okay, I mean, you've seen the, the the Nile to blood. You've seen the frogs come. You've seen, I mean, crazy stuff, miraculous stuff, and and he's we've seen all this, So he's like, don't don't cry out to me like that. Like I feel like when we cry out to the Lord. Um, and 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 there's just panic, and and he's just like, oh come on guys, you know have you forgotten already? I mean he's constantly doing do that to the disciples. How long will I put up with you, you unbelieving generation? I mean do you not get it? How long, do, you know, do you not? Do, if there's one thing that pleases the Lord, it's faith, and it's faith when it's being tested. Anyone can have faith when everything's going good. I got faith in Jesus. Life is good, you know. But it's when the pressure's on and we still go, but God, I believe you. I know you're coming through. I know your promises are real. Woo, come on, someone. And so he's like, why are you crying out to me? I'll add this to it, like that. (laughs) He said, no, watch this. He says, tell the Israelites to move on. It's like, move on? Like, what do you mean? You were gonna walk around the Red Sea? That's a long walk, you know? No, he was saying, it's time to move straight forward. And and when the God's people start moving, stuff starts happening. You, know, you imagine just walking like straight towards this Red Sea, like go, but there's no sign of, of any God intervention. You hear the thunder of the chariots coming, and he says, just just move on. Just begin to just walk forward. Just one step after another. Just by faith. Walking by faith. Just start move, get get a move on. And I feel like out of this place of stillness, being still and knowing that he's God, God's going to say, now move. Now begin to move. Begin to move forward in faith. Don't shrink back. Don't go back. I mean, remember the pressure was like, well, did you just bring us out here to, to die? I mean, there's better graves back there in Egypt. Like, we don't want to die in the desert. We want to have a marked grave out here. Maybe they put us in one of those pyramids back there. That was a joke. Uh, <laughs> and 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 so... So they begin to move. He says, uh, tell the Israelites to move. Okay? And then he says to Moses, he says, raise your staff. Yes, that famous staff. That that miraculous staff, that mystical staff where all the stuff happens every time he raises that staff. It's like, you wonder why Lord of the Rings and all those things ha- always have some old guy with a staff. Well, it comes from here, right? <laughs> and, uh, and he says, uh, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. Totally miraculous, right? I mean, are you kidding me? Like what? And uh, But, you know, it's like, Moses, what do you have in your hand? Remember, that was a b- the beginning of his, his journey. He's like, what do you have in your hand? Well, I got a staff. I'll throw it down. Watch what I'm gonna do. And so, again, he's, it's just back to what do you have in your hand? What do you have in your hand that can make a difference? What has God given you is it is it a, a gift of faith? We we're talking about that Friday night. God releasing gifts of faith, you know. Is it what? What has God given you? Is it, is it faith-filled prayers? Is it is it a prophetic writing, prophetic utterance? Is it is it is it worship? Is it a, a gift of healing? Like what has He put in your hand? What is He giving you to release in such a time like this? Just stretch it out, and watch what God will do. And so He does that, and it, it's miraculous, right? We see that. The Red Sea opens up. They cross through on dry land. And then again, the Lord says, I'll harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will go in after them. It was a trap. It was a setup. When the enemy comes in hard against God's people, it's a trap. It's a setup. When they start trying to delete and defeat God's people, it's a trap. It's a setup. Someone's getting ready to go down. Chariot wheels getting ready to fall off. Big wheels getting ready to go down. Big wheels. High-ranking people getting ready to fall off. Things are going to fall apart. I believe that. Who believes that? Who believes that God's God's on the move, guys? You're like, but what? That's the strongest force of Of the military back in those days, a chariot and war horses. I mean, that's it doesn't. It's like a, I don't know the names of tanks, a Sherman tank or all these, you know, these incredible. You know, now we talk about laser weapons and Star Wars. I mean, it's all changing constantly. But, but it's like, uh, you know, it's like the greatest display of strength of his time, right there. Pharaoh and his chariots and his mighty men, obliterated by God, set up into a trap, because they wouldn't let his people go. Is God a defender of his people? Is God a defender of his people? Did he say he'll never leave us and never forsake us? I believe it's still true today. I believe it's especially true today. Woo, come on, someone. And so, um, now we're in a time right now, I'm gonna back up for a moment, another passage I saw Uh, from Deuteronomy 11, same story, but, but it's referring to it. It says, remember today that your children were not the ones who saw and experienced, listen to this, the discipline of the Lord your God, his majesty, his mighty hand, his outstretched arm, as the signs he performed and the things he did in the heart of Egypt, both to Pharaoh, the king, oh, sorry, both to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and his whole country. So he just, I just thought it was interesting. He said, your kids, one generation, had never seen that kind of might, the Lord working in such a way. So sometimes there's, there's generations that don't see the dramatic movings of God, the disciplines of God. He disciplined an entire nation. I believe your entire nations are getting ready to get disciplined. There's, like, you've heard the phrase sheep nations, goat nations. There's nations that are gonna cling to the Lord. There's nations that are gonna be hardened, okay? Uh, his majesty, who wants to see God's majesty? His mighty hand, his outstretched arm. You know, when Moses outstretched his arm, that was the arm of, of God through a man. And God still wants to use men to make stuff happen in today's world through your prayers, your prophecies, your proclamations. Right now, there's a whole lot of shaking going on in the church, too, some people are all ganging up on the prophets, you know. Oh, they were wrong. See, I told you, you know. you know, you know. And some of them are apologizing, repenting, didn't go the way we saw. It, da, da, da. And then there's others that are holding fast. No, we're going to see the victory of the Lord. Okay, in the land of the living, absolutely. And so, you know, part of this is the discipline of the Lord coming on the church. He's shaking the church. Who's true? Who's false? Who's, I mean, who's doing it just for big wheels and big deals, you know? Uh, who's, who's authentic? Who's a pure voice? Who's holy unto the Lord? The, all this stuff is shaking at the same time the world and governments are shaking. Does this make a sense? But God is kind, and it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. First and foremost, you know, Judgment is a strange work of the Lord. He loves to extend mercy and love and kindness and woo us and bring us back, bring his children home, and have a big feast, a big party for all of eternity. You know, around the the the, the his table, he's trying to bring a big family home with him. That's the whole point of all this. But there is a time where where the Lord will show up and uh, and begin to shake things, and it's for the purpose of shaking people, even entire nations, free. Now, things, I just got to put this in there. I I hope this isn't confusing to you, but I'm just kind of putting some things that the Lord put on my heart. Also, along with the things we've already established and shared from this story, you know, his ways are not our ways, and sometimes the way he does something, who knows what nation is supposedly has the fastest growing church on planet earth right now, China's been in that category for many, many years. Right now, Iran. Iran? Are you kidding me? Oppressive, oppressive regime and, you know, uh, persecution, no freedom, shutting down the internet. They can't, and yet somehow the church is flourishing, controlling the narrative. And yet somehow the church, see, something happens when oppression comes on the land. People begin to turn to the Lord. I'm not necessarily saying I'm giving up. I believe in freedom. I believe our greatest days are ahead. Uh, but however God wants to bring this harvest, are you good to go with him? Yes. See, because sometimes we can have an idolatry of, of our own nation. We can have idolatry sometimes of, of like the way, even idolatry of the way things we think things have to be. His ways are not our ways. Are you going to be good with going with God if it just got really tough and really shut down and really oppressed and it felt like a communism regime came in? See, all I'm saying is we got to be prepared. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen. I'm believing for this. I'm believing the deliverance of the Lord is coming. Okay? But I'm saying God's people have to be ready because if it's not this time, there's something else. Just read the book of Revelation. We have to be faithful on to death. That's, the way, that's, the, that's not even the small writing in the contract when you sign up with the Lord. That's like all through it. In the Greek, the word witness meant martyr. So when people signed up to the way, it was called the way. It wasn't called Christian in the early church. They, they were like, I'll be part of the way. Well, the way of what? The way of persecution, the way of death, the way of... They knew they were getting into that kind of stuff right from the get-go we've had it so good in america so at the same time we need to get toughened up and i'm not saying you know just slap yourself you know you know <laughs> i'm just saying be fortified in your spirit man and be ready for what's coming be ready for whatever someone say whatever yeah. where is your allegiance Whatever. See, right now you're seeing when the pressure's on, you're seeing government officials betraying and flipping sides and everyone's starting to go, wait a second, they were supposed to, they said they were all about this and the pressure came and they flipped over here and these guys flipped over there. And when they, but we, all that really matters is, is your allegiance solid with the Lord no matter what comes. And are you ready to be true to him? See, I would rather have a people that are prepared, Good soldiers of Christ Jesus, man, we're doing this. We're going through, come hell or high water. You know, if I have to die for Jesus, praise be to God. I'll be like Stephen, man, and I can see him already. Woo, Jesus standing up off the throne. See, we have to somehow begin to live in that place, that kind of faith, not this cozy kind of Christianity, like, you know, the Starbucks Christianity, like, you know, just we've kind of created this culture that's just kind of like sipping on coffee, and it's cool, and hip, <laughs> hip worship, and smoke machines, and, you know, uh, and, and and we've created, and we think that's our Christian duty, oh, well, well okay, I'll give my tithe this week, I, at least this week I will, <laughs> hey, look at that, I did that, you know, it's like. And it's like, we're just so far away from, he said, unless you're willing to give up everything, is what Jesus said, you cannot be my disciple. So we have to, in our mindset, be fortified in our spirit and say, everything, God, everything. My all in all, everything, body, soul, spirit. I love you with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my strength, all, 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 all in. Now, not when we start switching sides because, oh, I wasn't ready for that. I didn't know it was going to cost me this much. Let me tell you, it's going to cost you everything. Yeah. It's, worth it. it's worth it. There you go. It's, worth it. it's well worth it. I mean, we, all this stuff is it's, its its None of this stuff of the world's going to last. It's all the desires of the world are, are fading away. But the man who does the will of God will live forever. Hallelujah! Woo. Yeah. Do not be afraid. Stand firm. You'll see the deliverance of the Lord. You know, and then, then you go to Hebrews chapter 11, the Hall of Faith, and then you read all these mighty uh, faith, um, what do you call it, uh, exploits. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get the word. And it's incredible, but then you see at the end, you say, and these people never saw the promises in this life. You're like, what? <laughs> Those guys get ripped off? I mean... No, it's just it's just what God does what He wants to do. He knows how long you're supposed to be here, and He knows you're going to get the promises (laughs) in the eternal realm where it can never be stolen from you. So even if you're thinking I got to have mine in this life right here, right now, maybe maybe not. That's I mean, we guys we got to let go of some of this cozy thing, you know. Woe to those who are comfortable in Zion. The book of Amos, the prophet comes and says, "You fat cats." You bunch of religious, you know, usurpers. You got, you know, uh, you frauds. I mean, he just blasts them. Read the book of Amos. It's just like unbelievable. This little farmer boy says, I'm not even a son of a prophet. But here I go. Here comes the word, word of the Lord. He shakes the entire religious system. Why? Because they, were, they weren't about justice. They were trampling the poor. And they were just a bunch of religious, you know, really modern day term would be Pharisees. You know, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. The Lord is always about love and mercy and treating people right. If it comes down to it, does that make sense? I'm just kind of talking at you now. I don't even know where I'm I'm off the narrative. Oh no! (laughs) So, so um, yeah. Let's bring the uh, the little. Oh, she's already here. (laughs) See that? Boom! You can you can start. That'd be great because I think of like talk myself into something. (laughs) I need the Holy Spirit to sort it out. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. So what we're going to do now is we're going to just have an opportunity to pray together, as I mentioned. But I want to just pray a prayer and seal this word in our hearts. I just want to encourage you all, don't lose your your joy, don't lose your peace. Encourage one another daily. Sometimes we're going to have to like just be constantly helping each other, stay strong. And there's nothing wrong with that. He says that's actually the point of it all. We're the body and we all, all the pieces work together and support one another. But I, I don't ever diminish the fact that God is your champion and he is your hero and he is your deliverer. He's your great shepherd. and He's got you. And he's working out all things together for the good of those who love him and called according to his purpose all things you know there's talk about you know this electricity could go out and make sure you got enough to survive all this practical stuff hey these things could happen for some reason uh, Pakistan went all electricity went dark and uh, they said the Vatican went dark things are shaking rattling and rolling guys and you know people it's an if you don't understand we're in it it's an information war it's all about the the narrative it's all about truth and lies and and people are shutting stuff down to keep things from coming out and and uh hey you know we're gonna stand strong but we need to stand together and if there's ways that we need to communicate or figure out more ways to how do we just stay true and stay stay real and stay connected and whatever comes our way these things could come they might not come but you guys have probably heard and read, if, you've, if you understand, that there is a, a massive showdown right now in the spirit realm and we need to be alert and we need to just cover one another, stay connected, stay directed of the Lord, but watch for the deliverance of God. Do not be afraid, stand firm. But it also says, remember, you need to tell the Israelites to move. I don't know what that means to you personally, but I believe the Holy Spirit is going to speak that to you and he's going to move you even daily he'll animate you show you what to do what not to do who believes that to order our steps on a daily way it's no time to be just making our own steps right now we need to be in sync with the Lord in agreement with the lord and 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 I just want to just pray over this now father we just before we break into just some small prayer um, big prayer of small groups <laughs> father we just thank you for the power of this story. And Lord, this story is reminisced all through Jewish history and all through the Bible. They keep coming back to you. Remember the Red Sea. Remember the Red Sea. Remember the Lord is the one who delivered you. Remember what he did. And Lord, we want to remember now, Lord. And we, we know that you also get glory by tearing down Pharaoh and his army. You tear down evil, Lord, and you set your people free, Lord. And, and Father, we just, we don't understand all your ways, but, but we get glimpses and we get downloads of truth and we get confirmations and affirmations. And, and Lord, give us a prophetic spirit, a sons of Issachar, to understand the times and to know. Lord, I pray that no one part of this tribe right here would be oblivious, would be uh, clued out, would be checked out. Lord, we just pray you give us a spirit of truth that when we hear a voice of truth, we would our spirit would just awaken and go, whoa, that's the truth. And then we, can, at the same time, when it's uh, another voice that's, that's not a spirit of truth, Lord, that we would discern that, Father. We ask you to equip us, to prepare us, to strengthen us in such a time as this, Lord. And we thank you that you always lead us into victory. My wife, she got a, the word triumph. It's a year of triumph. He always leads us into victory in Christ Jesus. Just stay in Jesus and watch what God will do. He's working it all for good. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to the Harvest Sound podcast. Be sure to follow Harvest Sound on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.